Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to ClientsExcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. All right, welcome back to episode 89 of the Excel in Retirement show. My name is David Treese, and I will be your humble host here today. As always, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to listen to our show. I would be happy to speak with you. I'd love to answer your questions or provide feedback on anything you're thinking, or maybe you would like to provide feedback for me. I love accepting constructive criticism, so if you have something that you would like to share, please feel free to reach out and do that. I would be happy to speak with you and uh, would look forward to that opportunity. Have you ever not started something because you feared messing it up? Boy, that sometimes is a story of my life. I tend to want things to be as perfect as possible. And when I am responsible for an imperfection, it can drive me nuts when I have not done something to perfection. With a new baby coming in April, the next thing on our weekend to-do list this past weekend was painting the baby's room. And we had to get that uh, generic brown that the builder <laughs> put on the walls that we have come to loathe and give it more of a baby-like feel. And so that was on the to-do list. I had self-assessed my painting skills as subpar before we ever got started, and I dreaded starting the painting project. I want painting and, and the walls to look as perfect as possible, and when you do it yourself, you tend to, at least I do, tend to judge it a little bit more harshly. I charged ahead, and it turned out okay, though. It wasn't perfect, but at least we made forward progress. And isn't that what we want in life, forward progress? Unless someone is hypercritical about my work, they may not even notice the imperfections. We tend to be our own biggest critics, I've found, and I've never found anyone who judged me as hard as I judged myself. We tend to project the negative that may happen, and sometimes it becomes self-fulfilling prophecy even. So we don't want these bad things to happen, and we think and think and try to avoid them, and what we're doing is just making them happen somehow. I'm not sure how that works, but it tends to work that way. I found when I control my thoughts, though, and not allow my mind to defeat myself before I start, things will work out a lot better. Sometimes the thought of reaching out for help from a financial advisor may be overwhelming for some folks. I can understand that and appreciate it. Maybe it's a bad experience we've had in the past, or maybe it's just the perceived feeling of losing some control. Whatever is holding you back may ultimately be what causes bigger setbacks, though. We see when the founders of companies like Facebook end up selling a portion of their company and they get more help and maybe more people with talent to help them grow their company, that oftentimes their wealth goes up and the company ends up growing even larger than when they had total control. 
And so the Bible talks about there being wisdom and a host of counselors. And I think this applies with financial planning as well. The go-it-alone approach is a hard way to trek ahead. Isn't that what we all want, though, to look back in one, five, or ten years maybe and be able to say that we have grown as a person? I've observed that some of the saddest people I've interacted with are people who are content to keep the status quo. Over the weekend, I read an article from financial advisor David Nicholas. In the the article, he described the power of hedging. The idea behind this concept is that your portfolio, or, or as your portfolio gains interest, you begin taking some of the gains off the table. You then invest those gains in things that are hedged from losses, or maybe they can't lose at all. Here's an example of how this works. Forbes, and I'll link to this in the show notes, states that the S&P 500 gained 26.9% in 2021. Clearly, that's a great year for the market. If you had a portfolio of $1 million, that's a gain of $269,000. So at the end of the year, you'd have $1,269,000, right? You're with me on that math. That's pretty easy math. In our hypothetical example, if the market corrected this year, let's say 40%, that's not uncommon, your $1,269,000 would suddenly turn into $761,400. So we went down... Uh, from 1.269 to 77.61, essentially. So quite a loss there. That would be devastating for most folks. And so the article in, in David Nicholas's article here, he states that the sentiment, don't worry, the market always comes back, is so prevalent. You've probably heard some good-natured person say that, but when you've lost a quarter or a half a million dollars in our scenario, $507,000, that's hard to listen to. Don't worry, the market comes back, right? Who wants to be in that situation? He continued in his article, Nicholas did, and I'll link to this one in the show notes also. If you haven't heard the comments like the market comes back yet, from a well-meaning friend, coworker, or maybe even a concerned financial professional, you almost surely will. This is very common. We're all hoping for the best, but bracing for the worst as the market continues to react to political and economic uncertainty. Your friends and colleagues aren't wrong. Historically, the stock market always has come back, and investing in stocks has been a good way to grow Retirement savings over the long time, over the long term. And he continues, of course, historical data doesn't offer much comfort when the loss is personal, especially for investors who are in or approaching retirement. Ouch, that one really hurts when you're in retirement and using your money to live off of. And he continues, and don't have a lot of time to recover from the latest bear market. Waiting for the market to come back may not sound like much of a solution if you're retired or you're planning to retire in the next few years and you're depending on your assets for income. What he's getting at, though, is when the market corrects and you're taking distributions off of your account to supplement your retirement income, it's like a double whammy. So back to our $761,400 that we were left with after the 40% market correction. If the market went up 26.9% on the the following year, let's say that was next year in 2023 in our hypothetical situation, then you would have 966,216. So you'd still be short even if you made that up. 
or, or made what happened last year in the market next year. If we have 25 or 30 years until we need our money to create retirement paychecks, this may not be a problem. If we're in retirement or within 10 years of retirement, these corrections like this that can happen become more meaningful because we don't have as much time. The biggest benefit to any type of investing, especially in the stock market, is time. A possible solution to this problem is to use hedges or remove some of your gains and place them in financial vehicles that can predictively create retirement income. Now think about this. If our only tool we're using in our portfolio is equities, we can't build a financial uh, a house that's going to shield us from all types of economic storms. Imagine only using a hammer to build your house. You would not be in a structurally sound house, would you? And so that's how it is when we're only using equities at the expense of other financial vehicles or tools that we could be using. And so if you'd like to learn more about how we help our clients diversify and use different types of tools to, to accomplish different things as far as like hedging and so forth, I would be happy to speak with you. You can reach me at 864-641-7955 or by emailing me at connect at clientsexcel.com. I hope you have a great day and I look forward to connecting with you on the podcast next week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.